five, four, three, two, one. That was so corny. <laughs> How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Old School, New School podcast. I am Will Charles Egan. Chris Meekins. And, and special guest, we have... Jeremy Meek, <laughs> Jeremy Meekins, Jeremy Meekins. also known as Jeremy couldn't make it. So Jesse Meekins, Jesse's is here. Here. Jesse showed up. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I want you going to be wild. He said, "Will, I want you to introduce Jesse. I'm like, I met him three minutes ago. <laughs> well, I know his first name and that's it, which is obviously Jeremy. And yeah, they were all yeah. like, well, maybe don't Jeremy couldn't him. make it. So that's a yeah. So we have this guy. Yeah. So this doppelganger. Both of you look at the camera. If you can't, like, look at them. If it isn't I don't think overtly I like obvious. Him. I don't think I, I look it. like him at all. I, I see no, no, I'm way better looking. I, I'm, I, I got bigger arms than he does. Yeah. I see. Jesse's it. like 6'3". Yeah? Yeah. Well, 6'2"-ish and uh, obviously 198 pounds yeah. of um, twisted steel and sex appeals, <laughs> they <wow>. say. <laughs> Holy cow. You really got it going for you. Well, I'm 6'3 of uh, Twizzlers and Twigs. <laughs> so, yeah. But I... I, I showed up and they're like, we're going to have a guest on. I'm like, oh, cool. Some guy is like, no, no, no. This is another Meekins. I was like, oh, now I'm outnumbered here on the podcast. I so, like all my kids. Well, that's good. And he's one of them. Yeah. It's so it's good. You get preferential. Now, you didn't say that he was your favorite. Well, that, that, I noticed that. Well, that's good. Because, well, my daughter's in the room, so we got to. No, that's true. Yeah. I can never yeah. say that. When there are other ones in the That's room. That's true. It's safe. Kidding. It's safe to say she's your favorite daughter, though, because obviously safe. she yeah. is the favorite daughter. Uh-huh. But Jesse, Jesse, uh, well, okay, we'll get to it. Um, so Je- <laughs> fine, <laughs> fine. So Jesse is a firefighter in the city of Memphis. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we asked him to be on uh, this podcast, right? Because well, he had uh, let's say unique life experience. Yeah. Coming from uh, young adulthood into like the first steps of quote unquote adulting. So that is what is the big frightening word for a lot of us youngins is there is this thing that I have to do where I suddenly have to be independent. I have to pay taxes. I have to get health insurance and I've got to do all this on my own and I have to have my life put together. Right. 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 And and you got to go out and buy toilet paper. Yeah. Oh dude. (laughs) I just moved out like for the first time ever recently and my roommate and I, like before we officially moved in, in the middle of the day, I just get this random text. It was in all caps. He just goes, dude, <laughs> soap, soap, what? <laughs> Toilet paper, paper towel. And I was like, oh, oh no, dude, you're right. Like these are things that are just yeah. there. Yeah. The, the parents you, usually provide yeah, them. You just never, ex- default. you just don't think about it. It's like, oh, I need don't to go we have some people? Soap. Don't we have people for that? Yeah. You think that yeah. that's just like. Delivered to the house. Nah, you got to do that on your own now. It, it reminds me of that scene in Step Brothers where they oh. all move out and he, he walks out of Costco with a big thing of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. He's like, I won at adulting. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's I exactly bought it. toilet paper. Woohoo. So that's like the, you take yeah. the first baby steps of like, okay, I bought this and my bank account hurts, yeah. but I think I got it down. And then you realize you've got to buy 30 other things that you yeah. forgot about. Yeah, so crab legs and steaks isn't on the on the menu. Oh, and, I, and I think, <laughs> no. and I think that older people like myself uh-huh. forget that you go through that. They forget yes. how much stress is in. Oh, that. such a long time ago, it was like a whole another life. And then in the meantime, you've you've got this college degree, right? Which is proving to be absolutely worthless. <laughs> That's how it goes. No, yeah, that is my a buddy of mine was telling me it like all of my friends. And then my, his parents were like, yeah, it just seems to be a thing. 
You get your degree, and you never use it. And now you got to now you got to go through what everybody else has gone through. Yeah, yeah. yeah you eventually have to go to uh, some sort of certificate school now, uh, right? Uh, go get a paramedic license or fire or real uh, estate. Yeah. You know, you, everyone. How many college degrees do you know have a real estate license? And it's a right. great job, you know. And mm-hmm. they, they uh, yeah, they go through uh, what marketing, and then they end up in real estate yep. or, or a fire department or police or some sort of occupation that requires. Some, some kind of, of hands-on yeah. skill. And, now, yeah. and nowadays, even police and fire, they have to have a bachelor's degree. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Well, you know. It helps. Smaller, except, for, except for Memphis. Well, s- smaller departments, maybe, but bigger departments. You know, nationally, we're having a recruitment crisis, really. Oh, really? Nationally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the fire service in general. So, you know, mm. we're, we're just hoping that folks come in and stay. So did you grow up wanting to be a firefighter like your father? Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so, well, you want to start off there? Yeah, let's, let's start let's off start on how there. you wanted to be like your dad. Okay. Literally the elementary school, <laughs> I want to be like dad. What's dad? Firefighter. Sure. Right, right. So we grew up climbing. Dad was, you're, you're retired from Brook Park. Right, right. right. Okay, mm-hmm. so you retired from the fire department, and then we grew up, while growing up, we were going up to the fire station all the time, climbing mm-hmm. all over the fire trucks and yep. stuff. And, you know, it, it didn't really stick at first. And then I remember... Dad was talking to our oldest brother, Chris, about mm-hmm. what he wants to do. Do you want to go to college? Do you want to go do this? Do you want to do that? And you were making a case to him about, hey, look, if you, if you can't do college, fire department's a great route. Right. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, sounds like a really good idea. And uh-huh. I think I was like in ninth or 10th grade when you're having this conversation with him. Or, and he was probably well off into college. Right. Then. But I remember this conversation, and it stuck out to me. I was like, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do. Wow, and that from that point forward, mm-hmm. this was like the 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 devil's in the details. From that point forward, I was like, "Well, I'm not going to college, right?" Yeah. So I really don't have to do well in high school. Ah. So I was like, "Well, now I'm on easy street." Mm-hmm. I'm just going that from his mom. I'm learning that from mom, <laughs> not from dad. Not from dad. So uh, so C's get degrees, as they say, uh-huh. and so that was my. Uh-huh. I heard that, that a lot. Was, that, that was my go, moving that's forward motto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's how I basically decided to go in that path. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I didn't know that when this was. Going on. <laughs> You're learning all this. <laughs> so, in so you tried fire school once, and what happened? Okay, so when I we I graduated high school, I went and got my EMT basic that summer, and then I went to fire academy, which mm-hmm. was uh, Cuyahoga Community College, an yeah. excellent fire program. I mean, very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, you're only allowed to fail two tests oh. and you have a test every day for six weeks oh, on a new gosh. chapter. So when you show up to school the first day, read this chapter tomorrow morning, you're having a quiz and Holy you got to get 70% or better. Oh, no pressure. S- no pressure there. Not so on eight- stuff. You, and you don't even know what yeah. the hell they're talking about. Yeah, right. What, what yeah. are you talking about? Like an ax? I think I've seen <laughs> one before. Yeah. If you don't know that, well, I think there's another issue. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you'd be surprised. So, uh, so the next day you show up and you take this test and they grade uh-huh. it right there. And, you know, mm-hmm. you either pass or fail right then and there. They do the little Scantron if you're old yep. enough to remember those. Oh, yeah. And they say, cool, you pass, go sit down. You know, <sighs> there's, and, and inevitably there's a person mm-hmm. who shows up and they fail. Yeah. Okay, that was your one, uh, that was your one fail. Next test you fail, you're out. It, and Gosh. it doesn't matter if it's day, the last day. If you fail yep. that next test, that's it, you're out. So, so this, this happened to me, you know, uh-huh. halfway through, I failed a, a test because I, I just didn't study enough, obviously. Wah, wah. Yeah. Turns out the answers are in the book. <laughs> you know, and, uh, yeah. They give you the answers. They're in you the book. <laughs> you got to read the book. Uh, and then two, week, two, two weeks later, I, you know, failed another test. And mm-hmm. right there at eight o'clock in the morning, taking Dang. this test, they're like, all right, go down the hall, talk to the, 
the supervisor who's in charge and uh-huh. you are done. I was so pissed. I was. I would well, imagine you're freaking ready to throw like, him out you, of the house. How do you fail? <laughs> so easy. What's wrong with you? So Don't you know C's get degrees? Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, so not D's and F's, and I was right. getting D's and F's. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's not working out. So it wasn't working. It's not working me. out. So I I got uh, so I got I got the boot, you know, yeah. and it's like not unheard of, but it is kind of like a a morale, can, uh, yeah, a morale crusher. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like 18 years old. Yes. Hey, hey, big guy, you're, mm-hmm. you're not up to it. Go home, kind of mm. thing, you know. And you're like, yep. and you're trying to figure out your life. Yeah, yes. you're in the middle of. Yeah, of like the biggest transition time. that you've ever experienced before, and now you yeah. get sucker punched by life. Yeah, you know you have or by a test or, or by, by a test. Yeah, an yes. easy chapter test on yeah. something silly, you know. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> so I went home and and I think you guys were you were you were pretty mad. I was really like, I don't even know what to do now. Mm. And we and we talked about it. you're like, well, what do you want to do? Yeah, and I, you know, and then in that moment, I was like, you know what? Let's just double down. I'm going. I'm going to paramedic school. Mm-hmm. Let's just do that. And and paramedic school is ten times harder than fire school. <laughs> well, I got wrong. this. I failed at this. I might as well oh, go my, ahead and try that. I might as well this. fail at that too. <laughs> yeah. Let's just make it a, a season of life, you know. And See so, what happens. So you know, I doubled down, right? And mm-hmm. I just said, let's just go to paramedic school. Okay. And and that and that was the same format too. You mm-hmm. know, you drop below eighty percent, you know, for the entire year yeah. when you're in paramedic school, and you get the boot. Dang. So 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 in that time frame I had to make an adjustment mm-hmm. and and I think maybe you and I had a series of conversations you know productive or not I don't know <laughs> I gotta <laughs> kick your ass the conversations you know? being yeah. a beating yeah yes. yeah exactly I will I'm kick pretty your sure butt. I can't beat him when he was 18 no I was pretty no. I was about the same size holy and, uh, cow yeah, yeah I was pretty big big 18 year old yeah it was weird if you're just listening he's like 6'2 230. Yeah, 230 on, yeah. on a good day. On a good Beef day. Beef steak over here. I know. Yeah, uh, not bad. Okay. So so anyway, so <laughs> I, I had a friend, Andrew Hurst, mm-hmm. uh, super intelligent, you know, and, and super smart. Homeschooled. Their whole family was brilliant. They had like 25 kids. The homeschoolers kids. were brilliant. 25 yeah. kids. They had, That's a lot. But I think they had something at that time, eight, seven or no, eight. No, no, 14. Well, now they have 14. Oh uh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of kids. And so they had this like hotel of a house. Yep. With, you know, the, and they homeschooled. And they homeschooled. How do you do that? There so, must be a classroom. They're really smart people. They have like three doctors in their family, you know, and the one, wow. they're just brilliant people. Yeah. So Andrew Hurst, he's a smart guy. One of my best friends growing up. Right. And, and I'm sorry, I'm drinking <laughs> a lot of coffee and fizzy that's, water. That's fire department coming up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. At least came out this end. Just be, <laughs> just be comfortable. Yeah. Make yourself like home. I'm sorry. So, so we, uh, so I, I was like, Andrew, I got to get this. I got to mm. figure this out, you know, you know, and I, I barely squeaked by EMT basic school, right? You know, and yep. I, and I failed fire school, and now I'm going to paramedic school, which is mm-hmm. infinitely harder. Yep. So I'm like, Andrew, you got to help me out, man. And he, and he basically taught me how to study, you know, and how mm. to sit down and make the adjustment, how to do it, you know, whatever. So I found a rhythm that worked for me, and, right? And it got me through paramedic school. I passed the first time, dude. Nice, and um. And I, and I passed the national registry, which is pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And I passed that the first time, and nice. um, you know, I did it with pretty good, pretty good numbers too. Wow. And so, so yeah, I just found a rhythm, and I and I made the adjustment, and then you, I just kept showing up. So yeah. so you know? st- so stop here. So yeah. So part of being a youth, mm-hmm. a youth. Or an, a, an adult youth, right, is figuring out 
how do I make the adjustments? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going through the you're going through it right now. Yeah. Like, what is the adjustment that I need to make? Jesse just yes. shared with his. Uh-huh. What's the adjustment that you had to make? Yeah. So when you get to the point where you're, for me, I'm in an interesting spot because when I was in college, I didn't move out. You know, I went to a a branch campus of a school that was like a 35 minute drive. I was like, I don't need to do student housing. I can just stay put. So I lived at home with my parents while I went to college and then I got my degree and then I moved out. So I did things a little backwards, but mm. still you're at the point where, you know, you're finished with, uh, with your traditional schooling. And now that you're moving out, you're faced with a lot of the, the initial stressors of like, Oh crap. What do I do? Just like in general, what do I do? You know, am I going to be able to afford rent and then soap and towels and paper towels? And you've got all these things that you think about. And so the move wasn't bad. I mean, it was like I I could fit everything in my car, you know, the minimalist lifestyle. I needed choice. Yeah, right. I needed a truck once for like a dresser and my mattress. That was it. I don't live with like 3,000 pairs of shoes. That's, that's, not, that's not me. But he has a lot of combs. So. I do have a lot. Yeah. Well, it's all, all of the all stuff product. is hair product. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. That's my baseline. It's like 3,000 <laughs> products for my hair. Come on, guys. Get with the program. But the move wasn't bad. It was just the, the initial, like, hey, now I have to be on my own. But, and to kind of build off of your story, it, absolutely helps to have people around you yeah people that you can trust the people that are going to build you up you know the old proverb that everybody uses i mean even non-christians use it you hear the iron sharpens iron yeah Yeah. and that's that's exactly right that's exactly what andrew did yeah i mean and so they would sit at um arabica at the time not even starbucks arabica what is that arabica was a coffee shop before starbucks before stacks even exactly yeah yeah yeah, iron sharp is iron. It is really the people around you that mm-hmm. that that you know uh, that boost you up and, and mm-hmm. carry you along. Really, so yeah. there's a lot of gratitude that comes along with. Yes, that, and the, and the four of you guys, they had four that they hung out with, yeah. and all four of them. It's interesting. I'll skip a little bit, mm-hmm. but are all super super successful. Yeah, but at the time they were just being like we're just kids. Yes, yeah, just Medi- kids. Medi- just kids. Mediocre Christians would be even. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure I was. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Poor, pretty on uh, fire. Uh, pretty on fire, bro. Come on, <laughs> bro. Yeah, don't Wait a minute. Jump I know, over I know some other bad. stories. I know some. <laughs> yeah, I know some of these stories. So Uh-oh. anyway, so, so so anyway, so you're you're in this. You you finish up paramedic school and mm-hmm. then you go back to fire school. Yeah. So so I had to go back. It, it is funny now we're talking about this a lot. <laughs> I had to go back and face that ah. that defeat face and the and giant. Yeah. yeah and, because you're not getting on the fire department without fire school. Anymore. Yeah, if you yeah. want to do this, you gotta. Oh yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of went back with a, a badge of honor because right. when you're in that that industry in that world, when you when you walk around with a paramedic license in your mm. pocket, you're 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 big. You're big something oh, in Cleveland. In that world. In that world. Yeah. You know, back then. Now uh-huh. you know. Now and. You know, I look back, I go, man, what an amateur. <laughs> poser. <laughs> poser. Yeah, poser. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't even know how to do anything. So I went back to fire school, and I, and I eventually, that next time, won. <clears throat> and uh, actually, the first day, one of the instructors, uh, he's a firefighter at Parliament Heights, I think, Dave Searle. Super mm-hmm. cool dude. For some reason, always kind of took me under his wing. Nice. He, um, he's like, hey, first day, hey, he walks in. 
hey, I, uh, Meekins, stand up from the come up front from the whole class Great. first day first day and uh-huh. there, there's a there's a you know a classroom of 30 or 40 and you're like hot what? shots you're like yeah. 19 years old no now yes now i'm 19 going on 20 i think and and he's like hey mika's get up here and step from this class i'm like oh my yeah, god right, he's, he's about to make to... fun of me yeah he's gonna publicly parade me is not what you want to yeah. be when you're yeah first day <laughs> first day and so I'm set up from the all these hot shots you know I'm yeah. a 19 year old kid and there's you know yeah. four year old men in there who were oh. who've gotten hired at other yeah. departments and they're like go do this go do this okay um so he's like you want to talk about uh, I guess he said der- determination or tenacity this is what it looks like he mm. failed once went to paramedic school got it done and now he's back the manliest. Yeah, you had this the deep, like, yeah. And yes. I was like, I was like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm That's so, right. I'm so embarrassed in front, of this, in front of the class. I'm so embarrassed. Keep on going. Okay, yeah. t- say more. Will and I know how to be embarrassed. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Please, please oh. stop. Don't break your arm patting me on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was the back when uh, when I went back nice. to fire school. So, it was, it was cool, you know, having that validation, right. you know, and that encouragement. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that stuck with me for years. Yeah. Still, yeah. obviously, I'm. Yeah. 20 years later, I'm like, man, that was, yes, that's stuck. You know, pe- what you say with yeah. two people can that's, have a major impact. That's good. That is the, the tried by fire. Mm. I mean, you hear it again, even non-Christians use it. There's the, the analogy of, you know, the, the furnace. And then there is the, I mean, even what does galvanized mean? I mean, you got the shirt on right now. Does I think that, that's my men, that's my men's ministry. I do on Saturday morning. What does the word mean though? Galvanized, it's yeah. it's hardened. It's it's an an outside like a galvanized nail. Right, right, it's right. Stronger. Yes, yeah. So, well, maybe not the same thing. But like when you <laughs> when you melt down metal. See, I'm an idiot. I thought I was going somewhere with the analogy. I guess I was wrong. But when you melt down metals and then all of the the impurities melt yes. to the top and you can scrape those off, that's not galvanizing. That's something else. Yes. But <laughs> that's, that's smelting or something. Smelt, yeah. <laughs> melting that's what it is duh <laughs> but that is the the tried by fire that a lot of people use the analogy that's you know in in scripture of you you melt down gold and you scrape off the impurities you get pure gold and the only way to do that is a trial by something that's hot something that's high pressure something that hurts and in the moment you want nothing to do with that scenario and you do not want to be there yeah but you have to remain in that because that is what's molding you into the man or woman that you're going to be. And so I see what you had when you, you, you failed out of fire school, you succeeded, you got the, the badge of honor that was paramedic school, but you know, in reality you were still kind of amateur. Oh, no, totally. Oh, (laughs) oh my God. But terrible. You got a, you got a little glimmer of the end reward where you got recognized there. And you'll have those moments as you walk through the, the young adulthood of like, you're doing the good thing. Keep fighting the good fight. Yeah, keep it up, bro. Yeah, and you know, and, and you know, I've been say, I say this to everybody that I talk to about career path stuff, mm-hmm. and I go, the hardest part is continuing to show up every day. Yeah, for years on end, mm-hmm. that that is the hardest part. The hardest yeah. part is you got to show up every day, and you got to do your best. Mm-hmm. And and the, doing the best is still negotiable, but the, the <laughs> yeah. showing up every day yeah. is the bare minimum. You got to show up. Uh-huh. And if there's That's, other his firefighter friends from when he first was there, they would be like. <laughs> Yeah, this is the best. No, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, pretty sure that. yeah. So let's do yeah. mediocre. But if you show up over a long period of time, yes. you become better at your job uh-huh. and you uh, will gain traction, you know? And, and it yes. all, it's all about maturity. I, I remember a guy told me one time, he's like, you should be like this. And I'm like, you're, you're like 50 years old. Yeah. You've been sober for 25 years. I've been sober for 15 minutes and I'm 21 <laughs> years old. 
I'm not going to think like you. Right. Right. And so, uh, but I want to go back is, and then we'll go on. It was like words of life. Mm -hmm. It's how important we hear it at church all the time. You know, words matter. And here's a guy that almost like, I don't want to say embarrassed you, but embarrassed you, but then also built you up. So you're like, okay, I got to, I got to take this serious. Mm -hmm. He just, he just challenged me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really ramped it up. Yeah. Like, wow, wow. Thanks for putting that target on my yeah. back. <laughs> Pulled that one out of yeah. me. Jeez, oh, man. Yeah, and so, but words of life matter because when someone believes you, and it happened to me when I was in high school, mm-hmm. a, a certain person, I've mentioned it before, built into me or believed in me. Yeah. And it changed pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have those to build off of the last point to kind of give this like, some sort of a theme or whatever, I guess. <laughs> kind of organize. So you have, yeah, you have you the people around. Follow you. the notes. Yeah, the right oh, Where is your note paper, dude? You always have a pad in front of you. Well, I got this guy. I know. I'm pretty yeah. much know. Yeah, the whole he's story. your wealth of knowledge yeah. that you pull from. Right. You got a cast right. iron right up here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you have the people around you that are of the same age, of the same or slightly different life experience that walk along with you, and then you have the mentor figure. So this person mm-hmm. that has experienced everything that you've already experienced, the person that can give you wisdom, that can call you out, call you up. That's something that I always love about the program is when you get a sponsor. A lot of the times it's somebody older, but it will be somebody that's sort of tailored to you because they won't put you with somebody like a man and a woman probably won't get put together in the program very often. No, That's no. not going to happen. Yeah. They'll put you with somebody that's had – Maybe it's they won't be completely out of the age range, but they will be obviously a little bit older most of the time, wiser, and they will have similar life experiences. And so that really helps to connect the sponsor with the sponsee. And I mean, even with, you know, the Christian realm or just the mentor mentee realm, you find somebody that's had similar life experiences like you hear in careers, you know, the, all of the young 20 something year olds that want to be millionaires by the time they're 25, they're like, you got to find a real estate mentor. You got to find somebody that's done this. You need a mentor. And it's like, obviously it's, it's a little bit bro science, Yeah, but it does come from a genuine place of wisdom. It's like, yeah, you do want the person that's experienced it already Mm -hmm. to call you up and And, call you out. And you never really ran into that guy again after fire school for the most part, right? Well, I mean, once or twice in just random passing. I mean, it was, you know. So, so you finished fire school. I mean, because we're way off someplace. In the <laughs> oh, bro signs. I heard bro signs. Yeah, no, I just tuned in at that. That's me, dude. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk bro stuff? Yeah, bro. all day. Dude. I lift. <laughs> I lift. You want to go pick up that heavy stuff over there? Yes. yes. <laughs> so after fire school, so, so yeah, you got you got yeah. the you got the yeah. call you got the call uh, for Memphis. No, so so I had to. I went and got a my first job. Oh, that's right. At at a, a little. Uh, ambulance company called Life Care, and I think mm. they expanded nationally now. I think I'm not Holla. sure. So good for them, you know. But they yeah. that's that's the first job to take me. Um, uh, and then we did 911 service for Lorraine and Elyria, mm-hmm. Ohio, which is part of yeah, it's northeast Ohio. Yeah, so so I learned I learned some of the ropes there, mm-hmm. and 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 then you find out really quickly how much you don't know, ah, you know, and yeah. you know, you're an expert at stuff that you don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. I read this in a book. Yeah. Yes. yes. Put freak, this down their throat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. And, and that's if you're even good at it, you know, so yep. there's a learning curve with everything. Mm-hmm. And so it showed, yeah, showed up day one and I was a, a basically a moron, you know, a rookie. I just didn't know anything. <laughs> yep. 
you know, don't know how to talk to adults. He was 19 right. or 20 years old. I'm like, I never talked to oh, a dang, real wow. adult before. Yeah. So you're younger He's still... than me when you started. Yeah, I was 21, I think, is okay. when I got the job. So, wow, yeah. Uh, so there's a bit of time. I had to let my driving record clear up so they would hire me. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't hire you if you well, have too yeah. many driving A points. government job probably would <laughs> yeah. want. Yeah. So well, how's your driving record? Not good. <laughs> about that. Yeah, about that. Come back next year. Dude, uh, yeah. So that's what happened to me. I had to take a year, basically, a year. before I got the job mm-hmm. over there. And, and I learned how to do 911 work, yeah. you know, and uh, I learned the ropes, you know, and being that young, uh, you just, you're not ready or you, you see a lot of things that you never knew existed. Yeah. And oh, yeah. you're, you're being exposed. You start getting exposed to reality, mm-hmm. you know, in the way the, which is, the which world is, works. Which is what's going on with you. You're, yeah. You're, well, maybe yeah. not to the extent of seeing bodies, right. but yeah. You know. And, you know, and, and it's part of the gig, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then the. You, you wake up one day and you go, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, and, oh, yeah. and that's the the part where you, my dad, mentor, mm-hmm. you know, father and my family and support structures like, mm-hmm. well, hey, you know what? Give it a year. Yeah. See how, see if you, you lean into it a little bit more. Right. Just keep showing up. Kind of like being sober. Just, yes. Uh, uh, let's, once you think about that one tomorrow. Day. Today, yeah. let's yeah. finish up today. Just make sure you show up to work tomorrow. Keep showing up. So anyway, so, so Memphis calls. So, so I, so I, yeah, bridge, I, I quit there and we got a part-time fire department job. And then I, uh, went to Kent state for a, a brief hot minute. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We're C's no, get degrees. He didn't, but, he didn't yeah. say anything about attending classes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dropped more <laughs> classes than I took. Yeah. He lived on Kent state. Yeah. He was property. there. Didn't do a whole lot yeah. there with his brother, shared an apartment yep. with his brother and his sister across uh-huh. the street. Oh, it was wild on, times. Oh my gosh. No oh boy. It was wild times. We, yeah. Best so, years okay. of my life. Okay. We're, we're talking about spiritual things. Then. Yeah. Best years of my <laughs> life. Okay. So, so I, I started applying to departments around the country, mm-hmm. you know, Memphis called say hey, you want a job and so i said yeah let's, yeah. Go, let's give it a shot sure you know and, and you you said um uh hey you know if you don't like it you, you can, can always come quit. back you can know always, yeah so in 2008 i gave it a shot and moved down and nice and then just kept showing up there yeah. <laughs> you know and yeah and doing the job and and, and but it's a it's a whole new level of intensity yeah right? yeah it's uh, memphis is is tough yeah yeah it's a, it's a different city you know yeah. it's oh, yeah. got like most major cities it's got problems you know mm-hmm. and so when you're down there working it's um you know you, you see a lot of stuff you go to a lot of fires you go to a lot right. of calls you do yeah. a lot of cool he things he did though. more fire calls in two years than i did in my whole career holy cow really down in memphis it's pretty oh, busy yeah, yeah. wow yeah. And, and and then you're and, and hiring and you were on the you were on the what do they call it the unit yeah they call it unit uh, which the is a rescue squad. ambulance rescue squad. okay and you're on that 12 hours and then on the fire truck 12 hours because they were so busy wow. you'd go out yeah you'd go do Potentially twenty runs a day, you know. <laughs> Holy cow! So you you rocking you're rocking and rolling, yeah. It's, and it's you know it's fun. It's a good job, you know? right? And so there was there was some tough times in there too, like where you really saw some things that really threw you back, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, so being exposed to that kind of intensity, mm-hmm. good stress and bad stress. You know, stress can, like dead people. Yeah, like yeah. dead dead people. Like dead dead. Yeah, you see some things that you, you know you don't necessarily. Your brain's not really wired to see. Right, you know, yes. so that. And that's a part of the gig, though, you know, and, yeah. and you and you try to deal with it and you brush it off to the side and you go, right, uh, I'm going to go yeah, process yeah, that later. We'll I'm, go back to the station, yeah. eat spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. spaghetti, chili, yeah. Yes, chili. Just throw a M80 into the chili bowl. You yeah. told me that one story. Yeah, Didn't the guy do that? They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pranksters, I think. They put an M80 on a chili bowl and slid across the kitchen table. Of chili everywhere. With how many guys? Sitting like there? eight or ten or something. It's so <laughs> crazy. So <laughs> Don't do this at home. Don't do that. No. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no. And, 
yeah, there's a mental health part of mm-hmm. it too that you have to take in consideration, which is, yeah. if you don't, it's going to sure. have negative impacts. So, uh, yeah. So, so, so then, uh, so, but you had to, uh, figure that out. I mean, yeah. How to release that and how to, sure. Uh, so, but, uh, so then all of a sudden a Lieutenant tests come up. So, mm-hmm. and he's, and so Jesse is for the most part playful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Prankster. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Pretty lighthearted. Pushing on the envelope of authority. Oh, totally. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, As yeah. it should. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think my super feels that way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a super playful. Having mm-hmm. a trying to make the best of it, yeah, you know, yeah. and have a good time, right? Sure. Because what else is there at the end of the yeah, day? Exactly. You know, if you're not enjoying yourself, then what, what are you, what you doing? Do? Yeah, what are you if you're doing? Not, doing? If you're not throwing planks, pranks at the fire department, then why would you yeah. even go there? Yeah, right. If I wanted to, <laughs> to <laughs> sit and work, yeah, yeah. I'd go get a different boring. job. We, yeah, before wanna... before you came, we were like, okay, there's some things that we can't <laughs> say yeah. so that he will be able to maintain his employment. There. Yeah, <laughs> all true. So, uh, so yeah, so tread we, carefully. So it was it was probably an act of God, you know, or or you could call it whatever you want, luck mm-hmm. or whatever. But I stayed on, met my wife there uh, on the in Memphis, and I stayed. Uh, so and I just stuck it out, and then next thing you know, they're offering a, a, a promotional test, and I, and and I made the cutoff by two days. Nice. So I had enough time to take the test by two days, which Oof. is because you lucky. have to have there like you have to be eight, in the department for five, eight, eight, eight years. Eight years. Before oh you can take. wow. Okay. Cool. So he had eight years and two days. Eight years, Holy two days cow. before the cutoff. So, uh-huh. so I was like, well, that's pretty weird. That's uh-huh. that's pretty lucky. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is maybe. How many abstract layers do you have to start saying that maybe this is a right. God? God's, God's got a bigger timing. path. God yeah. might be helping me out here. Yes. So took the test, got promoted first round, you yeah. know, or first first attempt. And, and you were pretty young. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I only had by the time I got promoted, I only had ten years on, and I was thirty three years old. Hmm. So they're like, that guy's too young. He's not even mixed on his seniority. Never taken this job serious, he's, and now he's he, going to be the. He jokes too much, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's so prankster. funny. So it's so funny. And then, so let me stop. Okay. So for you listening, there's there's a place where you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, uh, if you lose who you are, yeah. It's, yeah, 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 it's a big problem. Yeah. Yet you still have to make adjustments oh, yeah. mm-hmm. to saying, oh, I want to be a lieutenant. Now, in the fire department, there's a, there's a firefighter. Lieutenant's a pretty big deal. Yeah. yeah. And then the next is a chief, and that's a pretty, in that world, it's a world. pretty big deal. I mean, because you're dealing with people's lives yeah. and mm-hmm. the lives of firefighters. You guys just lost two guys, just got dead. Yeah, well, we had one line-of-duty death uh, last month, or, or excuse me, uh, Three months ago, wow, was it, died in the and the other guy did he end up dying? No, no, no one else died in that fire. But we had a fatality. I want to say, I have to get the exact date, but yeah, very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, within the last six months, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's all serious. I mean, it's like oh, yeah. I'm the lieutenant. You're going to do what I tell you to do. Yeah. So all that now, all of a sudden, you got this guy that's like. Yeah, let's go to Hooters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so come on, guys. It definitely, there's a, it definitely rubs some people the wrong way. Yeah. How about that? And, yeah. uh, but you know, that's just how I am. And and, I, and you pass the test. Yeah, and, and that's nice. part of it. You know, you just you make the grade. So it is what mm-hmm. it is. And how did you have to change as a person once you took that next step as a young person? Yeah, with success because mm-hmm. as as a young Christians, sometimes they have early success yes absolutely because of, you that. know whatever yeah 
So I, I definitely had to grow up a bit, you know, mm. more, more yes. grow up. Uh, a few of my friends say who worked with me at the time, they're like, it was really fun watching you mature as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go from, Hey, I, I don't care to, I need to start caring about certain right. things, you know? And, yeah. and it, it, it made me, uh, it made me realize how crappy I was as an employee too. <laughs> and, and like, yeah. Oh wow. I'm looking back. And so you, you took, know. you had to start taking ownership of your immaturity. Yeah. So yeah. As, a, as, as a young person watching this, it's like, you kind of have to take ownership yeah. of, no, they don't want a 21 year old right. in the fire station. We're, we're dealing with somebody's <clears throat> dad got dead yeah. and yeah. the family's standing here. You can't be a, you need a to jerk. be a little bit yeah. more mature. Yeah. See, I didn't even swear there. I said jerk. Not bad. He's learning. He's learning. Yeah. So you, you just have to make the adjustment and just say, Hey, I, I need to put on my big boy pants today <laughs> yeah. and, and show up and be the guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so that takes time and, and, right. and it, it takes years, I think, you oh, know, yeah. and that's why they put the cap on the, 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 you know, can this person, age, the age grade, yeah, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the number of years in the department. So, right. can this person show up at least for eight years without getting terminated? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a that's a good start for <laughs> a, a start. promotion. You he know, still works here eight years later. <laughs> yeah, eight the years bar later. is a little low. So, <laughs> if he can, if that person could do that, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll start talking. Yes, you know, and so it so it rings back to that whole entire idea. The hardest part is showing up, mm-hmm. you know, for extended years yeah. and, and being a part of the, the, the process. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the get rich bro science world. Yes. That doesn't, that doesn't, that answer is not the right answer. No. Yeah. No. You know, Every, right? Everybody wants to be rich yesterday. Yeah. And that the, I think the big problem and that we could learn from your life testimony is with young people, they look up to the, the, the rare few cases where it can be the influencer types like the gym bros that are ginormous or the really successful influencers that have a makeup brand and then she's making six figures at 22 years old. And I I have this saying for things like that where my friends will look at, I don't know if you guys know who Sam Sulek is, but he is this young 20-something-year-old bodybuilder powerlifter guy and he looks like the Incredible Hulk. Mm. He's so big. And it's like, it's to the point where he's almost too big. Like, he, he has a hard time catching his breath. He doesn't do any cardio. And he's like, yeah. this hulking mass that has no endurance. And he pumps himself full of chemicals. Quit it's, talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's this guy, actually. Stop it. Chris Stop, Meekins. Please. Stop it. <laughs> and so everybody looks up to those really, really like top 1% of the 1% examples of those kids that got rich quick. And so I look at my friends that are always looking up to the big influencer types that are rich in their twenties. And I tell them, I say for all intents and purposes, that person is not real. Right. Yeah. Right. That right. person does not exist. Right. There is no such thing. Again, it is technically cause it's like a, a percentage of a percentage but for your life, for your worldview, for all intents and purposes, that person does not exist. Right. There is no getting rich that quickly because for 99% of people, you have to have the eight years of showing up. Because once you can show that you are stewarding what little you have or what, whatever amount that you have, then the Lord will bless you with more. You know, the, the parable of the talents. He gives you a little bit and he says what you can do with this if you are able to multiply or do well with what I've given you, then I will give you more. So the guy that had 
this many talents that made the most, he got given even more from the guy that squandered his money. Yeah. And so you have to show up and you have to do right with what you have now, even though you think, right. I need to be here. Right. It's no, what, no, no. It's today that matters. It's matter. today that matters. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And there was a couple of times where you wanted to quit. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean you're, you were in the suck right before oh, you yeah. became Embrace the suck. I, I mean, mean what, what, what person in their life and in their career path hasn't thought, when, when is the jump ship yes. time, you know, yeah, and, yes. and where, where am I, where am I at? Basically, mm-hmm. I need to have a self-reflection moment. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, you want to talk about people bringing, around, you know, people around you, lifting you up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was about the time Danielle, my little sister and her husband, Jason, uh, moved to Memphis mm-hmm. and, and moved in with me and my my at the time my girlfriend Caroline, but now she's my wife. Sinner. Uh oh, Chris. We're gonna have to bleep that we out. Happened. We <laughs> slept in different rooms. Good. So, <laughs> so, so Danny and Jason in our one bedroom apartment. <laughs> yeah, so Danny and Jason moved down. He was on the couch. Danny and Jason moved down before the the whole promotional, the first promotional process, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Hey, Jess and and Caroline too. Jesse, or excuse me, Caroline, Danielle, and Jason were like Jesse." You need to stop your craziness mm-hmm. and and sit down and kind of do what Andrew Hurst did for me yeah. back then. Sit down, put the work in, yep. study for the test, yep. and 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 do it. You yep. know, just do it. If you don't like where you're at, then let's let's take the step in the direction, the healthy yes. step, and, and get a try to get a promotion. Yeah, absolutely. and if it doesn't work out, hey, we'll we'll pivot and we'll figure it out from there. Right. So they they pushed me and they encouraged me and and lifted me up. And called called me up, yeah. You know, and so and it's the people in your life. It's the people in my life, yeah. you know. And so that, with a little bit of luck, you know, sure. I mean that. I mean, I'm. And your sister is a much better person. She's than you are for awesome. Yeah, she's a, she's actually a really good person, <laughs> Dad. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted to be on the podcast, but we told her she's no. too good. Yeah, uh-huh. she's yeah. almost too funny. She's like really nice. She's yeah. the funniest person. I've noticed there's a lot more pictures of her around here than there are. I know. Of you. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, 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 how long were you a lieutenant for? And then they offered a chief's test because we're running out of time. Yeah. So, so they offered. Uh, so you got to be a lieutenant for three years, mm-hmm. in, in rank, and then you could take the chief's test if they offer it. And I'm, they offered it. I had so I got promoted fast enough to wow. make that three year. The mm-hmm. three-year requirement. Yep. So by two year, weeks. By two weeks. Wow. Three years so and two weeks. Three years and there two weeks. Again. Was, yeah. So yeah. so I definitely a little bit of luck. Ah. And at what level of abstraction do you say maybe there's the Lord's hands at work uh-huh. here? I don't know. You know, and but it certainly felt like that. Oh yeah. Probably uh, was. It probably was. You know, for all for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, God. Yeah. Favor has always been on you. I Absolutely. mean, because I can't even believe you're still alive. I, I know. I didn't think 27. <laughs> I, I thought 27 yeah. was going to be the year. Yes. And so, hey, you never know. There's, I got plenty more time. Yeah. Uh, the world didn't kill him. I almost yeah. killed him a couple of times. <laughs> Thank God. So I did, I did really well. I, you know, I, I put yeah. in some work. I studied. I, and along the way, I was helping other folks, too, like my mm-hmm. friends, try to go through the promotional process. And give back a little bit that way. Yeah. And uh, so you ranked number four on the chief's test. Yeah. I was number four. Not bad. So not, not too shabby. So like top 98th percentage. Yeah. So the, there's, so in high school, I graduated the top 98 percentile of my graduating <laughs> class. Really good. Right. Yeah. 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 So out of 340 people, I was, uh, 341. 39. <laughs> oh, yeah. other way around. Yeah. Whoops. I was in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> they sat us uh-huh. in uh in, in order of ranking, not uh-huh. alphabetical order. 
So I was in the very back row. Oh. So and despite that, that's so demeaning. Everybody in the back yeah. row, everybody's just looking at like oh, idiots over here. Yeah, we were sitting back there, and I was you know with this group of people that weren't actually my friends at the time. Yep. And I was like, oh, look at us back together, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hanging out. And yep. so, so a lot of the things we want to make sure we say is that mm-hmm. if if you didn't do well, like in the school setting, our mm-hmm. family, my family, has never been, except for our. My one son, Chris, he's like really smart. The one I, we don't know it. what happened. Yeah. <laughs> he skipped a he couple got out early. He cashed out early and got out. He got so, out. See ya. <laughs> I mean, he's like brilliant. Okay. Yeah. And so we, you know, we don't understand that. But right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Chris. Yeah, no. So it's like if you don't make it in the traditional environment of, you know, the, the box that everybody gets to be put in of, you know, public schooling or whatever the schooling is. If you if you've been told that you're not gonna make it because you didn't do well in a certain subset of things, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're not gonna make it's it. It's not life. true. It's not, not true. true at all. Well, you you had to be homeschooled because you're. Well, I mean, I was at public school my whole life, and then I did two years of this one high school. I won't say it because you know God knows everybody listens to our podcast. Yes, and yes. Get out. the millions of people. Yeah, sure. Millions. But I I hated the school so much that I was like, I'm gonna just become homeschooled and dual enroll in college because screw this. Yeah. So I technically graduated early. I really didn't. I took like grammar one my senior year just so <laughs> that I could still technically be in high school and have my tuition be cheaper. But I did homeschooling, got super sad because, you know, I was public school. I'm super extroverted. And you're, like you're, suddenly you I have three friends. people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and mom, I have a bunch of dad and Toto. I went, dude, I went from being in public school to being around a bunch of homeschoolers. That sucks. That's dude. different. Yeah. That sucks because they're all terribly awkward. Shh, you they, can't say that on. Uh, what about our own our homeschoolers? I tell anybody. <laughs> I say this to everybody. I do not care. There's some good homeschoolers, like they're, my they're, roommate. Yeah, but. yeah. There, there, are, there are families like the Hearst. Oh yeah. Homeschooled, like all their kids were, and they're. You you would talk to them, and they're they're brilliant. And yeah. They're just re- and they're really kind, yes. loving people. Yeah. Uh, totally. Andrew's got like what nine kids? I don't know, but it's Holy a lot. Cow. Yeah, they're they're wow. a family of children. Yeah, you know, they, they, they love they love kids, kids, yeah. and so, but um, so one, you don't have to worry about traditional thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's right. God. God can do whatever He wants whenever He wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so Jesse and I were talking just even recently. He went through a, a it was a, a rough couple cases brought up uh, past yeah so, case. And how did you? I mean. Okay, so now you're chief. You're the big bad ass walking around. You walk around with it. He's got a big white helmet. Yeah, it's it's uh, mm-hmm. it's obnoxious. Wow. The, the emphasis, yeah. that they that we put on ourselves. Uh, Do not know how important. They, yeah. I'm the most important interdepartmental mailman you will ever see today. <laughs> and, and so, but it was it was a, a death of some people, and so it brought it. You know, because that's how your mind works. It brought back some bad. Oh yeah, some bad memories and some mm-hmm. bad experiences in the past years ago. You yeah, know, that, yeah, that you think you that you think you get over and you and you forgot and you put it back. Right. You know, well, you really didn't forget. You, mm-hmm. you buried it way down in yes. the in the closet. Stuffed it. You yeah. stuffed it down there. Yeah. And, you know, you know. Try to forget about try it. Try to forget about it, and then you have the same scenario pop up, similar scenario, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, I remember that one night. Yep. I was on this call, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, did, I, I was, was the guy. I was that guy yeah. over there having the. And experience. how did you how did you get through that? So the next few days, it was pretty rough. You, you know? tried to drink it away. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> as one does. That's that's what most uh, firemen do. That's, yes. a, that's a cultural thing, you know. Yeah. And, and, and that didn't work. Uh, that don't work. Uh, nope. 
I mean, it might work for a little bit, but this time it, it didn't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I was just having a moment, you know, at, yeah. at my house and my wife was there and I was like, just fuming, you mm-hmm. know, just starting to bubble up just the, that repressed anger, you know, anger and, mm-hmm. you know, you yeah. know, really the pain, the painful experience, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I was like, Hey, sweetheart, she's not the most religious person. So this was mm-hmm. a big ask. Yeah. So I'm, I'm highly intoxicated and I know you're not supposed to be praying when you're highly intoxicated, <laughs> but Hey, you know what? Better, sure better, better than, than never. You yeah. Know? So I just, I was like, Caroline, we got to go talk. We got to pray. And, and mm-hmm. I, we just got to, yeah. And out loud, I, I just prayed and I was just like, you know, God, please, you know, I don't know what the answers are. I mm-hmm. don't know what the, where we're going with this, but just please mm-hmm. t- take it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of don't remember what I said exactly, but <laughs> <That's how laughs> for various reasons yeah, that's how it previously discussed. Uh-huh. So you too can be like this yeah. and have a better life. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, wherever you are. And you know, and the next, sorry, thing, Pastor Randy. So, <laughs> so the next day, you know, the next day, you know, going to work and it just, it helped, you know, it released mm. it. Yeah. Released it yes. from my mind, you know, and, and I still was, the, you know, remember the you're, story. You're not going to forget it. Gonna, I mean, you're no, not like your, your, your brain, God pulls out a part of your brain. Right. But you, but you quit carrying it, yes. carrying it on your shoulders. Yes. You go, okay, you know what? God's going to have to carry this, mm-hmm. this burden. And because I'm, I'm not physically or emotionally or mentally capable of carrying it. Yeah. You know, just not capable. Yeah. So it was really powerful moment in, mm-hmm. in my I guess my career, my life yeah. that, that evening. So, so, so I want to say that if you're carrying something, God, and it doesn't matter if you've been a bad Christian. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> All of us at one point. <laughs> at God, when you, when you invite him into your life, he's, he said, I will never leave you mm-hmm. nor forsake you. I'll yeah. be there when you need me. And so, um, I, I want to emphasize God, when you became a Christian, God came into you, and he, he's there to help you and bring you through to, to places that you never dreamed mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. And that uh, you're, you're turning around, and you're like, okay, how did this happen? And it's like, right. well, God's favor mm-hmm. has been on me. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's where it becomes easier to say, as a leader, because we had talked about how do you lead 45 men that yeah. are oh, that what? are self-sufficient firefighters and cops are like they're they're a unique breed just they, leave, they, leave me alone just I'll, leave I'll me handle alone. it we'll yeah. figure it out yeah i could get dead but for the most part i'm not going to and <laughs> yeah. i'm going to stuff it down and we'll we'll go and we'll push through this mm-hmm. and so he's got to lead men like that yeah. and so uh you god will help you to do that things and for whatever purpose he calls you to do but yeah uh but this is a story of of God's favor. Yeah, absolutely. God's favor, yeah. timing, learning. It's all about learning, waiting, be Making patient. The adjustment. Yeah, just show up every day. Yeah, and and you know, I was watching a YouTube video on a on a on a one of the billionaire bro sciences, yep. and I think I forget his name. It's like Alex Hanzo or something. He's something. Like, he's jacked. Mm-hmm. He's got a beard, and he's he wears flannels, and he's very nonchalant with mm. his dress. He had he had a pretty good um, he had a pretty good talk, and it yeah. said. Just it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Just pick something mm-hmm. and just stick with it. Yeah. You, you, you like, and he's talking about getting rich. You right. Know, and and he's like, it doesn't matter what it is. Yes. You could do the car wash. You could do the you could do the fire department stuff. Mm-hmm. You could do the police or the nurse. You could do whatever you want. Yeah. Just pick one thing mm-hmm. and just do it. Focus on it and focus, focus on, on it, it and just keep doing it for longer and better. Yeah. And you'll you'll get there. And so that's kind of that kind of run stuck true. Real quick, <laughs> tell them what your hobby is. 
Oh, uh, I, I I really enjoy coding. So so I picked up so I picked a couple years ago. <laughs> enjoy. Again, again. Yeah. Where does this come from? Ninety eight percent of the Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Anybody can do that. Yeah, so I just a couple years ago I was sitting at the firehouse and I was like, I am not gonna sit here for the rest of my career watching <laughs> right. T V and YouTube. I'm yep. gonna I'm gonna do something, learn something. Yep. So I just called my brother in law, Jason, and I was like, I have this crazy idea. I'm going to learn how to code. He's like, that's awesome. <laughs> cool, man. Cool, man. Let me know how it goes. Bye. And, then, yeah. and so and ever since then, I've just been you know, coding and come up with little software solutions for myself. And, and for the fire department? For, yeah, they've, the, they've actually what? had him write. Yeah, yeah, I'm working on a few projects for them just on the Dang. side. It's fun. And it's, wow. it's like, you know how people play Sudoku? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that, but okay. different. You know, it's, yes. it's stimulating. It's Right. I have right. to look up what the actual definition of coding is. Is that like just... S R D I Y stuff like that. Well, it, so I don't know if you're being funny or you're being serious. He has no idea what he's talking about. That's what's happening. Coding, coding, coding is this is a is an overarching idea. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It it, it, it could be any programming language, mm-hmm. but people think of coding. They think of um, sitting behind a computer and doing. Yeah. It could be any numbers, co- letters. Yeah, which it is, mm-hmm. but it's a that's a pretty blanket statement. Like right. I code. Oh, okay, cool. What what do you code? And people then say, "Well, I, I'm pri- primarily a Python developer." I was going to ask, "Are you using Python?" There you yeah, go. Python. You know, HTML. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are like, "I'm a full stack kind of developer." You know, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, okay. Yeah, all right, whatever, dude." Right, I'm right. a I'm a so in that I'm like a middleware database kind of okay. backend kind of developer yeah. Python. So so it's like even the the kid that wanted nothing to do with high school can nothing. still learn coding. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely possible. Yeah, and you know, I've gotten pretty. Deep decent at it you know nice. it's fun and yeah. it's and it's good it's, it's nice to create something mm-hmm. and be like wow it works yeah right. <laughs> so, i did that so will what do you think of my son did i develop uh, this is i, I yeah. now i'm taking the credit when he was in high school i'm like that's not my son it's not my kid not like my now you're like he's always been he's, my kid yeah. day one little tough love yeah it worked it did it worked right not bad not bad huh. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having. Thanks, bros. Hey, and we we're, we're like awesome. We're the yeah. <laughs> we're the best. We're <laughs> simply the best. We're so cool. <laughs> we were talking about maybe getting you a fan to blow on right, your hair, your hair at all during the during podcast. That would be awesome. I just <laughs> yeah. I was at a concert where there was this guy with really long hair. And the whole the whole concert had a fan on his face and his hair was going. That's just it. It's almost like science. It must be that It way. must, yes. <laughs> Does gravity work? Yep. Hey, we'll see you later. Have a great day. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thanks for coming in.